What's up, everybody? Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 106. We are the kick-ass, irreverent gaming podcast where three lifelong friends gather to talk about video games. I'm Chad. That's Holden. Hey. And you're you, and that's why we love you. We've gathered today because Mowage, my wife, <laughs> I don't know why. Sorry, I said gathered today, and then that can only lead to we're gathered here today to join in holy matrimony and then that led to princess bride and then my accent on that led to borat that's that's what it's like <laughs> All to be things me. related that's what it's like to be me everybody uh, <laughs> we've got a ton of stuff to talk to get talk talk, talk to talk about today we've got god of war we've got a new xbox we've got new information on a playstation New, the first information on a new PlayStation. The first information on a new PlayStation? What? <laughs> and our impressions on Cuphead, because we both played Cuphead on Switch. Whoa! Yeah, a little bit. I played a little bit of Cuphead on okay, Switch. Okay, 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 okay. You still played Cuphead. We're trying to get people to listen to later parts of the episode. <laughs> Don't automatically oh, is discount that the, Is that it. what this is supposed to be? Yes, well, it's I think a hype reel. honest. That way we're not like, they don't feel fooled. No. Like we clickbaited them or something. Like, oh, they said they played the whole game. And, like, well, I mean, I promised that. Kind of did. did. I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. All right, we'll get to that. <laughs> yes, we will. But first, we are going to start with coming our up on Respawn Aim Fire. Clickbait. Bite, bite, bite. Have you ever, have you ever been fishing? Uh, yeah, I have. I had to think about that. Like, yeah, I have. Definitely have. Yeah. Uh, when was, what age were you the last time you went fishing? Ooh, man. Such a distant memory. Such a distant memory. Long time ago. Don't remember. I think I was Too like seven. Yeah, no, it was it was honestly more like twelve or something like that. Did you uh, did you have any issues baiting your hook? I'm pretty sure my stepdad did that for me. Yeah, he trust me. I think my dad yeah. did it because I wasn't gonna fucking touch a worm. <laughs> so and then why not? When All I the caught things the fish, you do, I wasn't you gonna wouldn't f- touch a worm. No, I'm not gonna touch fish. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch a worm. I don't touch bugs. I'm honestly surprised. All the things that are crazy about you and you won't touch bugs. Yeah. Or worms. There's no point. All There's right. no reason to touch a bug. <laughs> no reason whatsoever. You're not supposed to eat them. Come on, China. You're definitely not supposed to, like, befriend them. Some people do. They're fucking weird. <laughs> what if we have listeners of an ant farm and you just upset them? Then they should stop. But first, I should spread our podcast to five other people and then stop listening. <laughs> but we're going to forget about... Hey, they were mean about my ant farm. You should listen to their podcast. I'm going to stop listening, but you should listen to them. <laughs> you don't have ants because I'm the only weird fucker in this whole world. <laughs> so we're going to start today talking about video game stuff with our Sony Quest log, starting with what's something that I'm very excited about, God of War Raising Kratos. There was an announcement trailer. This comes from PlayStation on their YouTube channel. Uh, There is a new documentary, it looks like, coming out on PlayStation's YouTube channel, quote, soon, whatever that means, about the making of God of War, which is super cool. Um, It is, uh, today is April 22nd. It is two days after the two-year anniversary, or the one-year anniversary of God of War. Um, And this looks really dope for a couple of reasons. One, it looks like they were planning to do this the whole time because they were they were recording all of his footage during production of the game, which is dope. Are you sure they're not just reenacting all of it again? <laughs> just <laughs> you know, going back. Corey Barlog is not doing fucking anything right now. He released God <laughs> of War. Sure he's nothing. We nothing saw like. his one month or his one year recap blog on his Twitter and it's just, you know, he him posting pictures of like traveling and shit. He's literally not doing anything worthwhile. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if they recreated it. They call the actors back, like, "Oh, we're doing God of War two? No, 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 no. We're going to redo the seeds again, but we're not actually going to film any of it. <laughs> not for real. Just come back. We'll pay you. I promise." Quite honestly, when I saw uh, when I saw the Warrior sixty four tweet come through, it said "Racing Kratos trailer live," and then I saw the thumbnail for it. I thought it was like an April Fool's Day thing, or like it was like a, a joke trailer. Um, so I didn't watch it. And then like two days later, I saw a headline saying God of War documentary coming. I was like, what is that? And I clicked on it and it said Raising Kratos. I was like, wait a minute. This is that joke thing from before. And it turns out it's actually really dope. I'm curious about it. I'm curious though, what parts of the development they show 
I'm more curious about like, just the the actual coding development part of it, where they're figuring out what kind of enemy types they want to have in the game and why they might have chose different enemy types or other different enemy type, something like that. I couldn't uh, like, care less game about design that. aspects. See, that's where I, that's what I want to see, but I feel like it's going to be more of like what it was like to have these actors together filming on set and mm-hmm. it was like to make the music. I think it's going to be a lot more of that kind of stuff, and it's all really cool to me. And I'm still going to watch it because I just it's interesting either way. But I really want to have some like coding stuff in there, like what that stuff's like behind the scenes. I know it's like the most uninteresting thing to so many people, but yep, I want that. <laughs> I'm most interested in the kind of stuff like one of the shots in the trailer is Corey Barlog saying as. You see the beginning scene with the tree and the handprint on it, and he cuts it down. He's like, that's symbolism for God of War, the franchise. That's mm-hmm. everything that we're coming from, and we're about to cut it fucking down. And that stuff's super – yeah, I agree. That stuff's super cool as well. And I guess that's kind of what I'm looking for is just seeing Corey, uh, Corey, uh, Corey Barlog – I don't know why I said his name there – just saying like, hey, uh, we were going to put this enemy type in there. We had a problem where – Da 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 happened, and we couldn't include him for this reason. Like, I just want that. Like, just him saying that. Just him saying that would be awesome. Like, yeah. just stuff like that would be like, oh, okay. Those are the decisions behind the game design aspects to it. Yep. I also really enjoy you put this link in here. I didn't see this earlier. Uh, the developer log Twitter thread, Corey Barlog's thing for the one year anniversary. And there was one in there where they talk about a lot of people ask us why we didn't see Odin in the game. And the truth <laughs> is, we just really didn't, de- we di- really couldn't decide on like a, a look and feel for him and they show a wall with all the concept art of all the characters and then it's just like this one cartoon drawing of like a dude with a shirt that says kratos sucks on it it's not even like a cartoon drawing it's kind of like your talented five-year-old put up something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like on the fridge i don't say that as like to shame them it's they it clearly was a joke it was hysterical yeah. that's wonderful so yes very excited about that i love that kind of documentary behind the scenes game stuff uh, which is why I love watching No Clips so much with Dan Dwyer, Danny O'Dwyer. It's good stuff. Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn is so good. The Fallout seventy six one was actually very cool, despite that game not being yeah great. Apparently, the documentary is better than the game itself. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played the game. That's what I'm saying. Apparently, because I haven't played it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Next up on our Sony Quest log is a whole lot of what the fuck are you talking about? Hideo Kojima teases a, quote, big thing related to streaming and cloud gaming. This comes from Elaine, and Elaine, Liana, Eyeliner, Agosa. Oh my god, I can't tell if that's a lowercase L or a capital I. It's capital I. I think it's Ayane. I think it's Agosa. From Dual Shockers. Hideo Kojima was interviewed. By Nikkei Business. What the fuck? Nikkei. Nikkei. Nikkei Business. That's a thing. Oh, you're going to have you're gonna have trouble with one I'm of them coming I'm going to have so up. much fun. Um, sorry. So there are a couple so, of things so that we take away from this interview. 5G's <laughs> growing availability over the next five years will allow for rapid expansion and game streaming services. Things like, obviously, Google Stadia and, you know, fast internet speeds. Duh. We can now stream games. The biggest things that will change are the games that are allowed by streaming services that are not allowed today. Similar to how music changed with different mediums like vinyl, CD, and digital, and movies and TVs lend themselves to different experiences. Hideo Kojima says that he's busy right now, obviously, but claims to have a game idea reliant on streaming tech. Like, he's this, of course game streaming is going to be a big thing, and it's going to change and allow for opportunities, and... What do you, what, of course, what the fuck are you saying? You claim to have a game idea reliant on streaming tech. That means nothing. Everybody, I could, boom, I have a game idea right now. Uh, you're a bunch I, of titans. It's just exciting. It's exciting just to know that the the big game developers, the great minds in the industry are thinking about this. He's never going to get exciting. around to it. He's never going to get around to it. So what he's done with Death Stranding or whatever the game is after that, Game streaming will just be dead, and they'll never have an opportunity to think about this stuff. That's right. That's exactly right. Wonder if we'll see any kind of game streaming in Death Stranding. Probably not. (laughs) Maybe it is a a streaming game only. We just don't know it yet. We just don't know it yet. Whoa, did you guys hear that dragon? (laughs) There's a fucking dragon here. Dracarys. That's all we've got for our Sony Quest log. Now I know what you're saying to yourselves. Hey, guys. Didn't you fucking see the announcement of the PlayStation 5 stuff in Wired Magazine? Yeah, we saw it, you asshole. Thanks for assuming negative intent. (laughs) We're going to talk about that later in our main quest. But for now, we're moving on to Playtime, where we talk about what we played this week. 
Um, I played more Bioshock 2. I am now about halfway through Fontaine Futuristics on my way to that sweet, sweet plat. Um, and then I also played Cuphead on Switch. And Holden, you played a little bit of that game too. Very I, little bit of that game. I want, I'm going to give like some very brief impressions because I've already talked about this game at length when it came out on Xbox. And then I want to hear a lot about what you have to say. Um, so it came out the day that I had a flight back to Chicago to move all my shit permanently to California. Ooh, ooh. And uh, I played it on the way to Chicago. And then I played it all the way back from Chicago yesterday. And I am exactly where I w- am in that game on Switch where I was on Xbox. Where I've That's beat nice. all the bosses on Inkwell Island 1, 2, and 3. The same three bosses that I couldn't beat on regular before, but only on simple. I've, again, beat only on simple again. And I can't fight the <laughs> final boss because I haven't beat those three. So I'm exactly right back where I was on Xbox. However, I do, for some reason, maybe I just know the game better now, or I've fought these bosses quite a few times before, but I do feel like maybe this is a slightly easier on Switch. Uh, but I'm I curious to know so. what your impressions are of Cuphead. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think so. It, it was hard. It's really fucking hard. It is I hard. One- it's a hard game. I beat one boss. I'm very close to beating one boss. I've like figured it out up until... it's it's. The one was the two frogs, and they turned yeah. into like the slot machine. And the, the what do you do when the little fist thing comes out? I'm, I'm so confused. When the fist thing comes out, it yeah. spits coins at you, and then you got to parry it. Oh, I haven't figured out parrying. I didn't even know that's a thing. Yeah, you have to parry in the tutorial. That's where oh. you jump, and anything that's pink, you can parry and jump, and it automatically gets you like a little playing card full of power. And then it also uh, negates any damage you might take from that pink thing. Oh. I must have missed that completely then. Did you not play the tutorial? Maybe not. Probably No, I didn't actually play the tutorial, no. In the beginning where you're talking to the old man, on the table in the middle is the tutorial, and it takes if, you through everything you need an, to know. If there's an option for a tutorial, I usually just skip it. Oh, well, that explains yeah. why you haven't beat any bosses yet. No, I beat one boss. Okay, which one did you beat? I beat the first one by like the little grave site. It's like, not a grave site, it's like a little picket fence around it. I forgot what it looks like. Let me pull it up. It was like the beginning of the week I played him. Is it the blue bouncy guy? No, him I'm having a very hard time against. Okay. Because I actually beat this first one pretty easily, actually. And then the other bosses I've been having a really hard time against. I was just facing the flower boss right now, and I get pretty far into the flower boss, and he's a pain. Flower boss is a tough one. He's a tough one. He's also kind of hidden, so I figured he was harder. You kind of have to walk around a secret passage, which I won't ruin where it is. Um, you don't have to walk around right that now. secret passage. You could beat you know. other bosses to unlock a route to him as well. Well, I don't. I'm not that good, so obviously, <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking good. parry yet, you <laughs> idiot. This is what I said. I'm not very far in the game. That's why I had to like stop at the beginning of the episode. Like, whoa, have not played that much. Um, oh, um, the garden boss. That's what it was. The garden with the potato. I was. The oh, guy oh garden. I think garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's the, the carrot in the middle and the things. Yeah. That boss actually is not that hard. Yeah. That's the first boss in the game. Yep, exactly. It was very easy. But the other one's having a hard time against. Um, I also haven't used any of the items. I noticed there's a shop where you can get extra perks and stuff. And I kind of looked at the perks and went, none of these really appeal to me. I don't really want to use any of them. Um, I will let you in on two little secrets. Mm-hmm. One, when it comes to perks... Yeah. I think the most valuable perk you can have from most of the game is the one that makes you invincible while you're dashing. Okay. Because when you're dashing, you that this now gives you the ability to dash through enemies without taking damage so, oh, or okay. through any kind of obstacles. Um, so that's incredibly helpful through a lot of different battles and stuff. Uh, and the second tip is... I didn't do this on the Xbox version, and maybe this is why I'm finding the Switch one a little bit easier. Um, you can customize the button layout to however you want. <laughs> oh, and that's good to know, because I do not like the button layout that yeah, much. Yeah, I customize it so that right trigger is shoot, left trigger is your superpower, and then switch weapons is X, and A is jump, or sorry, not A, whatever the bottom button is on Switch, B. That's mm-hmm. jump dashes whatever the left button is i think it's y or x switch buttons are so stupid um <laughs> but yeah being it's it's so much easier to hold a trigger and then do all the other things while you're holding the trigger um 
So I definitely recommend doing that. I didn't do that on Xbox because I didn't know you could do it. But then I heard, I think Tim Geddes was talking about it on Games Daily. And yeah, it makes a, it makes a big difference. I'll say this, you just totally swayed me, because my first thought is, well, I like to keep the controls as the developer intended them, because that's how the game was meant to be played, and then you said I can move the shooting to the trigger, which means that I can use the face buttons for anything. Yeah. That changes the game completely, I want that, in a yeah. really positive way. Honestly, to the point where, why wouldn't they just make that the way the game plays? I don't know. I don't know. It's strange. But I can tell you, yes, I've almost beat the entire game again. Uh, so you're, you had suggested, hey, let's play this as a barf, but too late. No too late i'm still stuck on the same three bosses so well i could have helped you out but you said no you couldn't have helped me out without knowing how to parry (laughs) well i would have figured it out eventually i've only put like a half hour into the game you idiot you fucking idiot hey so go back and play (laughs) the tutorial switch your controls up and then i don't know if you have enough coins right off have you have you played any of the platforming levels uh yes there's two of them i've played did you get all the way not made it very far okay I kind of more just wanted to see everything there was in the opening area. Okay. So I've not really been like, the only boss I've, besides the garden boss, that I've really de- dedicated time to is the flower boss and the two frogs. Okay. Cool. Everything else is kind of just like, let's check this out. And gotcha. I just kind of went by it. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. I also played uh, Baba's You. Just Baba also is a, You. Baba is You. A very tiny little bit of that. And, man, that game just breaks your brain. I'm not far in it at all. And this I'm is the already... game Darby was talking about a couple weeks yes. ago? Yes. It's very, very clever. It's awesome. It's very cool. But I'm not far at all. And I already feel like, holy crap, this game is going to be unsurmountably hard. I, I just Like, breaks your crap. game in, like, a really hard puzzle kind of way? Like, yeah. witness style? Like, I'm, I'm really... I, I can't... It's like I'm missing something in... And the logic of the level, like a big fundamental thing in the logic of the level that I can't understand. Mm, that many sounds levels like not I'm, up my alley at all. Yeah, and and I'm not looking up the solutions. I just, every once in a while, I just go, hey, I'm going to try that level again. Okay, I still don't understand it. <laughs> cool. I'll come back later. So that's kind of where I am with Baba's You. I'm l- literally not far at all. So it's... I... I not sure I'm going to continue or not, honestly, just because I don't have the time to bash my head against the wall. If I did, I would, but I don't, so I probably won't. How how do you know like how many levels you are in on it? Oh, I'm only like I'm like less than ten. Oh no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like that's why I feel like I'm missing something fundamental because it shouldn't be this. I'm missing something. I'm definitely missing something. Oh, but it's kind of like. But if you're really into puzzle games, this is a really cool one to try to figure out and get your head around i fucking hate puzzles one of the things that was kind of missed on me when it was being explained to me is that you're rearranging the sentences and that that form the rules of the levels as blocks like you would would have link push blocks in a zelda level so you kind of move everything around that way okay and that actually kind of just makes it a little bit more fun um, I, I hadn't really had, or maybe someone did explain that to me and I just, it didn't really register for some reason, but that's one thing I actually really like about the game is that the rules are like puzzle pieces to move around. And part of the challenge is also, well, how do I get the puzzle piece? How do I get this rule to move over there so I can get X or Y to happen? Puzzle inception. It's pretty cool. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like yeah, how you cute would, it sounds. You would but... hate it. It sounds a. The name is so deceiving. <laughs> it sounds so adorable, and it looks adorable, but it's just, it's it's evil. Mm, it's pure yeah. evil. Count me out, <laughs> bruv. Count me out. Hey, I know you don't typically put your barf games on your playtime, but have you been playing Kingdom Hearts? Oh, I have a lot of Kingdom Hearts to play. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I I know I could do it, but I do have a lot of Kingdom Hearts to play. Have you have you played anything past the Tarzan level you were last on? That's a great question, Chad. Oh, Holden, you have really so don't. much. I have to play. so much to play. I know, and you have like a week and a day left. A week and a day to play, but I do have a lot of time to do it. So. It's going to happen. Oh, I just have to power man. through it. I'm like, really don't want to. There's like, it's just so much of, oh, I can play Kingdom Hearts right now, or I could do something I want to do. 
Oh, it's just, man. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, because we've never had to use this, uh, uh, late last year, we started a new thing called uh, Holden's, Holden's Lullaby. Lullabies. Um, and because Holden had a reputation for not actually finishing our barf games, backlog accomplishment reputation. With friends. Yes. Earned. Yeah, a very earned reputation. Um, <laughs> he said I needed to come up with a punishment for him. So I decided that punishment is anytime he does not finish a barf game, he has to sing for 30 seconds the following episode. Uh, and it's going to be a, a, a choice by our community – uh, from a poll that I will put out when he inevitably does not finish Kingdom Hearts in eight days. <laughs> so be on the lookout on our Twitter in the next couple of weeks about what song you want Holden to sing for 30 seconds the beginning of May. Holden, you're you not... think it's going to happen? Oh, Holden, you're not going to finish this game. <laughs> One, because there's some grinding that you have to put in in order to be strong enough to finish the game without mm-hmm. bashing your head in a, against the wall and fighting the same fights over and over and over and losing. Which I know you are trying to going to try to just power through and skip everything and go straight to the yep. end as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to do that grinding, which means you're going to die a lot more, which means it's going to take you longer than if you would have grind, Ed, grinded past tense. Um, and also you're just, you're just going to get so disillusioned with it, if, as if you're not already. I am. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, I, I fully know that there's a good chance that I'm singing very soon. Yep. All right. Yeah. So, we're going to move it's on <clears throat> to our fetch quests. These are quests that are just basically headlines. Not much to talk about there, but they're worth mentioning. So, Holden, take us through our fetch quest. Yeah. So, EA has confirmed that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is not going to have a season pass. We were concerned about that, and it's not going to happen, which is cool. It sounds like it's just going to be a game. Just $60 a game. <laughs> what a revolution. I know. Wow. EA is really a changing game their ways. A game with no microtransactions? They're returning to their roots and just selling games. Oh, my <laughs> God. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, Joker release date. Move set confirmed from Game Rant Patrick Kirk. Uh, it's out now. It's already out, and version yep. 3 updates out as well. Um, Version 3 includes a a stage builder as well. Great. I don't care. I don't play Smash Bros. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Halo TV series cast its Master Chief. And it's uh, Pablo Schreiber, who is from Orange is New Black. Schreiber, sorry. Orange is New Black and American Gods. Uh, As soon as I saw the picture of him, I'm like, yeah, perfect. He played Porn Stash on Orange is the New Black? Yes. Right? Yeah? Pretty sure that was him, yeah. I only saw one season, but that sounds right. Um... Great. So only another seven more years till we actually finally see anything from that TV series. <laughs> They'll announce it as like a, hey, for this new Xbox, we're going to have a TV series for Halo. And that's going to be the Xbox after the, the next one that's coming out. It's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. The, the streaming only Xbox is coming is actually just an Xbox streaming service, and it's only Halo. It's only Halo. It's $200. <laughs> it's 249 the rumored Switch Pro has possibly been delayed, according to a new report. Delayed despite having not been announced yet. That doesn't make any sense. Switch Lite reportedly dockable. Um, so some new rumors there. If they're true or not, we will find out at some point in the future. Yeah, this is and based then, on like rumors that there would be two versions, a Pro and a Lite. And then some yeah. people were saying that the Lite version might be portable only, but it looks like it might be dockable. Yeah, and a quick note on that too, actually. Uh, the DSi and the new 3DS models are the only handhelds I think that, or any console that they improved, like made a better version of it, like a little more powerful. Yeah. They both came out four years after the initial release. It's only been two since the Switch came out. <clears throat> Maybe they're going to expedite it because of the new consoles, but I think it's more likely we'll just see a smaller version anyway. Yeah, but yeah, concur. Anyway, um, an hour after Sony details the PS5, to be uh, talked about soon. Microsoft dates Xbox E3 briefing, which is going to be Sunday, June 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Again, at the Microsoft Theater, not technically a part of E3. Yeah. Although I think they will return and actually have a presence at E3, the convention itself, rather than across the street like they were last year. Well, Sony's not going to be there, so they might as well capitalize on that. That's right. Speaking of Microsoft, Microsoft announced some cool stuff this week. Uh, one of them is the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. 
service that's basically bundling Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass together for $14.99 a month. That's coming out later this year, but it will be available to Xbox Insider members uh, through like their early access um, for early access testing. They'll, yeah. they'll get access to it. Now we um, this was rumored a couple of weeks ago, and we talked yeah. about it. And if you if you buy Xbox Gold annually, it's not a discount at all. But if you do month to month, this is uh, a five dollar discount every single month. Mm-hmm. So this is a great way to like, oh, the games on Game Pass this month are really, really great, and I don't have gold, but I want to jump in and play online with friends. You can do that on a month-to-month cancel. And uh, what, What's interesting to me is that it's coming later this year, and they have to trial it for some reason. Like, Yeah, I know. It's literally, you're just bundling the two services together. What I think is the interesting part is that it's called Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, not Xbox Live Ultimate. It's Game Pass. Like That's the branding they're going with, and Xbox Live. Yeah, I think Game Pass is, is their future. Mm-hmm. it's a, a service that they want everyone to subscribe to month to month and it's going to be on everything and yeah. the gold is just like take these game pass games and play them online with friends exactly yeah, yeah. so it's kind of cool to see like it's a new microsoft they're shaping up a new direction and then yeah to your point too it's very very strange that they're launching later this year like what will they have to figure out the pricing is like the only thing i can think of have like, they never run it... bundles for anything on their microsoft store before look i know they'd have to do something so that there's a in the, in the in the payment structure wherever they use the payment structure to, to register that and to have like marketing for it and stuff like that but if they're announcing it i would have assumed they've already thought of those things right? and done those things like it's just i don't know it's strange Wh- whatever and it's not the kind of thing you need to like build hype up over the year like it's existing services there's nothing new about it it's the exact same services nothing new nothing old it's a great deal like it'd be better if it was available immediately almost yeah it's strange Speaking of almost nothing new about it, <laughs> another new story. Literally less, though, in this case. <laughs> Introducing the newest member of the Xbox One family, the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. This is from Major Nelson. I like that people are abbreviating this. The Xbox One Sad. <laughs> yeah, and they so earned it. They did. It's so, so obvious. Uh, this is identical to an Xbox One S, with the exception that it does not have a disk drive. Um, so you might say to yourself, wait a minute, if it doesn't have a disk drive, why is it identical in size and shape? Well, because it's more expensive, I guess, to create smaller parts and make a smaller box and do R&D for that kind of stuff. So they just kept the same box and removed the slot for the disk. Uh, but here are a couple of things that are odd about it. Um, it's bundled with Minecraft, Forza Horizon 3, not 4, yeah. and Sea of Thieves. Uh, all of which are available on Game Pass, which you can get for like a dollar. Um, and then, sorry, Forza Horizon 3 is not on Game Pass, but 4 is, which is probably the better, the better version. Game. Yeah. Um, it's, quote, created for those who prefer to play their games digitally and are looking for the most <clears throat> affordable way to play Xbox games. Speaking of most affordable way, it is $249, which is it's only... It's not even that... It's not that much more affordable. I know. it's You're only it, dropping 50 bucks off the Xbox One S and you're losing out on the opportunity to buy used games. They also had a point in the, in the statement to say that they plan on keeping this price difference. They mentioned the price difference, that we plan mm-hmm. on keeping this price difference going forward. Very weird. So even very, if the price strange. dropped the Xbox One S at 250 this will then be $200. It's just, that is... 200 would make a lot of sense. 200 would make a lot of sense, but even then I'd still say that's a little high. I'd say if... It's it's all digital, Holden. They're making so much money off of the Xbox Store and downloading these things and the services that come with it that I I feel yeah. like one. If they is sell the more of these, they'll make more money on the games they sell. Yeah. But is it going to be the? Uh, how much does it cost to print the disc and the label and the packaging and all that manufacturer put all together? I don't I don't know how much it would even cost. I don't I don't know how much a four K Blu ray Blu ray drive costs either, but. God, I, that price point does nothing for yeah. me. I'm 0% I mean, right now, as Dallas would say, as I would say that Dallas would say. I think we've both expressed uh, an interest in the idea of a digital-only console for the next generation of Xbox. Mm-hmm. But I think like what we're looking for is something that is not just a repackaged plastic shell on an existing hard drive or uh, hardware that already exists yeah. for less money. Like We really want, like, if... The Xbox uh, Xbox Two is going to be, or the really powerful one is going to be a box. Then, like the digital streaming only one would be an Apple TV sized device. 
Yeah. And this is literally just the same exact thing. It's just, it's weird. I guess. So is it an I, experiment? I, like there's maybe see people are interested. I don't know. I guess if you think about like the PSP go, like mm-hmm. that was completely digital PSP. All your games like didn't fucking work unless you were in Europe and you had the ability to bring your physical games in and get digital codes for them. Um, Different form factor though. Yeah, exactly. There was a redesign of that console, and it was—I loved the redesign of it. It had the slide-up thing, like the sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, it was marketably different. Yeah, it's hugely different. It's huge. It. The differences. So this is coming May seventh. Mm-hmm. This is—I uh, don't know. Uh, see, it's not going to do well. What this needs to be is they needed to wait a year on this and release a streaming console only. Then they could make that one hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Or even a hundred bucks. I don't know. This just seems like this seems like a very odd misstep, a very a very rare misstep by Microsoft nowadays. They seem to and be it doing everything right except for this. It doesn't help that it's the sad edition. <laughs> it is like sad. it doesn't help that, and it also doesn't help that Sony announced a PlayStation Five this week. Like, yep. it just doesn't help. Yep. Do you have anything positive to say about this at all? I like the idea of an all-digital future and what that might mean for the digital marketplace and maybe cheaper games or more accessible games or things that we couldn't do. But Mm -hmm. on the flip side, literally the only reason that I use my Xbox anymore is for a 4K Blu-ray drive to watch all my 4K Blu-rays. So, Oh, one thing I did find very funny about this, now that you mentioned that, you know, like on uh, on any company will have a website that shows the tech spec comparisons of yeah. their products. And they have a little checklist, like, you know, 4K Blu-ray, check. They'll have little stupid checks everywhere. Yeah. This one, it's they show it next to an Xbox One S and a One X, but we'll ignore that. But next to a One S, and there's like all the same checks across the board, except none next to the physical media ones. But they added in a new one, a new category, a new row that the One S doesn't have. And it's it literally says... No physical media. <laughs> check. Like, the 1S does not have a no physical media. <laughs> <laughs> it was really stupid. That's... I'm like, wow, you're like really highlighting that. It's not really a benefit. It's just, it's, it was surprising. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah, I'm disappointed. We don't have that. Check. <laughs> um, speaking of Microsoft and new things coming, we have Microsoft's new studios. We'll have, quote, things to show. At E3 2019, Colin Stevens from IGN writes this, and he says, quote, During Inside Xbox, Phil Spencer said, During the show, Spencer said, Our new studios are going to, ha- are going to have things to show, which is going to be awesome. Some new things that nobody has seen before. Um, some of the teams won't be ready, as it will take them years to fully integrate into Microsoft. Uh, but we could still see things from studios that we know they have projects that they're working on right now. Like there's the, what's the outer, how, is it Outer Obsidian. Worlds? Outer Worlds, but from Obsidian? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we know they're working on that, so we could obviously see more of that. But um, I'm interested to see things that we don't know about, which could be really dope. Or mm-hmm. studios that maybe uh, we're going to see the first thing from the in- initiative. Oh, the, the initiative. Oh, no, initiative, right. Um, I don't know. They That studio, I think, must be pretty new. I don't know. Yeah, um, and I also want to point out he said things to show. He didn't say games to show. And oh, and for example, Quantic Dream is usually always showing off new tech at a PlayStation new console, like a new PlayStation That's event, right. and it's never a game. It's always a cool little short or something like that. And guess who just got funding from Tencent and is going multi-platform? Oh man, we're getting a Quantic Dream tech demo at a Maybe. Microsoft event. Maybe we'll get That'd the next car. Insane. Man, that'd be a, like a fuck you to Sony. Yeah, what a win for Microsoft that'd be. It would be a huge win because those are always very, very impressive demos to show off your tech. And actually, according to some rumors this, this month that, that, that I didn't put in here, is uh, they might have the more powerful console. So maybe they'll have oh. more to work with, so they'll want to. But that's just a rumor. So. Mm. Quantum people want to work with Microsoft. That's, that's rumor. There's nothing. I actually didn't include it because it sounded like horseshit. Because there's nothing really like it. <laughs> it's sounded like horseshit. Sounded like horseshit. I mean, it's plausible, but there's no way to really know until it's official. <clears throat> but Man, anyway, there are lions and dragons galore in my apartment today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
But that's it for Microsoft. For now. We've got... They're done. They're over. <laughs> Microsoft is dead. Long you know live Microsoft. You that they just announced? Just canceled it. They're done. It's true. It's I heard that on yeah. a rumor site. Um, <laughs> next up, we... Shut up, Siri. Um, we have our sponsorships, which right now is just a couple of small segments, starting with hashtag thanks for creating. This is where we reach out to the gaming industry and give a little bit of positivity and love where they might not necessarily see a bunch of it. So, uh, last week we did Mobile Developer, and there were actually a lot of uh, cool things that happened from that one, so I really enjoyed seeing that. Remember to use the hashtag thanks for creating if you are participating with this. This time I want you to thank the developer of your favorite post-apocalyptic game. So whether that's Fallout, or Horizon Zero Dawn, or some indie game that I don't know about, or your mom's butt. Thank that developer. That's a great game. Dude, your mom's butt. I'm surprised there isn't a game called Your Mom's Butt yet. Or <laughs> or your mom. Maybe maybe there is. Legitimately actually has there not a game called Your Mom's Butt. I bet there is. There probably Steam has all sorts of weird shit. Oh, I was going to say the App Store. If there's not one of the App Store called Your Mom's <laughs> Butt, I'd be shocked. I am going to look that up right now as we talk about our barf for the month. Backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends where we all play games that we should have played when we were younger or that have, we feel guilty about never playing before. Or should have just been playing for the past two months. Or that you should have been playing for the past two months. <laughs> and that is Kingdom Hearts. Again, I finished it long ago. Holton has so long to go. Um, <laughs> we are just playing kingdom hearts one we will have that discussion next week on tuesday evening with your boy trevor bettis what am i looking for your mom's butt yep your mom's butt there's a game called call your mom your mom's butt just brings up an an ad for an app called neo n-e-o-u Stream oh. workouts live and on demand from elite instructors, including <laughs> yoga, dance, strength, mobility. Your mom's I guess butt. they think you're worried about the health of your mom's butt. I guess so. You got to tone it up, make it look nice, bounce a quarter off of it. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing Kingdom Hearts. If you are interested in playing Borderlands with us, spoilers, we're detailing those plans next week on our episode, episode 107. Whoa. You have the opportunity to play with us. Borderlands 2 is our bar for next month, so if you don't already have the Handsome Collection on PS4 and you want to play along with us, go ahead. If you just want to play by yourself and then tell us your impressions, go ahead and do that too. Also, speaking of your impressions, let us know what you think about Kingdom Hearts. I want to know why all of you love it so much, so write us a novel or write us a tweet. I don't care, but let us know about it because we want to read those and discuss them next week Give me with Trevor motivation Bettis. to play the game in the next week. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> Tell me some things I should love about it. <laughs> everyone tweet at Holden DePardo and then also tag me and Respawn Name Fire so that I can text Holden and say, hey, go read these tweets. <laughs> <laughs> and tell him why he should continue playing Kingdom Hearts. And then we also want to talk about our Nerds at Large spoiler cast. That's not a podcast that we own, but we are guests on it for the next few weeks. If you are interested in Game of Thrones and you're watching this season and you want to hear our thoughts on it the morning after, we are doing a spoiler cast with Darby and Jeff, and it is fun as hell. And uh, you guys can listen. Just listen. Uh, just go search for Nerds at Large spoiler cast. They have two separate podcasts, Nerds at Large and there's a large spoiler cast on podcast services. Wake up every Monday morning to our sexy-ass voices. Oh, yeah. Do you want sexy, though, Chad? What's sexy, Holden? The fact that the next generation has officially begun. Let's go to our main quest. Woo! M -m main quest! I'm going to the main quest! That in thong, a thong, very thong, thong. strange way to announce the next generation console. <laughs> Is in it, a though? wired art. Yeah, it's strange. In a Wired article, Mark Cerny, uh, is it Mark? Yeah, Mark Cerny talked to Wired about the PlayStation, or it's not PlayStation Five, but the next generation PlayStation. Apparently, he's very adamant to which call is the gonna next be called PlayStation Five. We all know it, and if it's not, I'm gonna stab a motherfucker. <laughs> if they named it the PlayStation Four, they're definitely gonna be five <laughs> because no, no, no I, I know that sounds really stupid to say. Four in Japan means something about four means death in japan if they were willing to call it the playstation death five is gonna be fine did you know that in china if you put chopsticks sticking straight up and down in a takeout container it also means death oh i did not know that yeah just quick run through of what's i guess specs they talked about it's not really specs just buzzwords 
Um, yeah, we're going to have buzzwords. a lot of buzzwords. The CPU is going to be a third gen AMD Ryzen 8 core 7 nanometer Zen 2. Oh! oh. <laughs> they made a point of saying that this is not a, a, a commercially available thing right now. So, why the fuck? So, nobody literally knows anything about this other than fancy words. Yeah. Exactly. Um, this is the chip that's going to support the 3D audio, which is I'm actually very excited about. I'm yes. Yeah, so I want you right now. I'm telling you your feelings and how you should talk about them. Uh, you recently <laughs> had kind of a little bit of an epiphany about audio and how important it is to media. Um, yeah. So does this excite the fuck out of you that they're spending so much R and D on audio and 3D audio? Absolutely. This is where I'm. This is where my head's at on this. So I got a pair of Sony headphones, like really nice noise canceling Sony headphones. And yeah, I put down big money on it, but do you want to know what? It's amazing. And it really did change how we think about audio in terms of like music and in movies and games especially. And when you're playing a game and you can hear where things are happening around you, it's it really does change the experience. However, it's really just panning effects. It's just saying things generally in the far right or the far left or to your right, to your left, behind you. It's not really in a 3d space and that's really cool to know that like if you have good headphones on you could hear enemies coming behind you and it would sound like they're coming behind you and that sounds like a great benefit for vr especially where yeah. presence is massive and i i really feel like this is one of those things that sounds like a really cool bullet point but i really do believe him when he says that's a game changer because just having better headphones changed how i experienced so many of the games that i've been playing but when they actually start putting horsepower behind what you can do with audio i'm super excited about that especially when they couple that with the ray tracing moving on to that Mm -hmm. um they said they're going to kind of carry those audio quote-unquote audio waves through the light rays that are carried through ray tracing effects which makes sense because you already have something going through the entire environment save the cpu cycles and share the stream for two things um, but the ray tracing is part of their uh, GPU, and that's a custom variant of Radeon's Navi, which I'm actually not happy about this. Why is that? Because I don't want a little fairy following me around every game <laughs> I play saying, hey, up. listen. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I do think it's worth noting that uh, Xbox One X does support Dolby Atmos, Mm-hmm. which has the capability to do like the spatial awareness of the audio like above you and you can if you have the setup yeah. for it um, but what it sounds like the audio is going to be doing with this one is giving you that same effect even with television speakers or you like you don't have to have a surround sound or an atmos setup to actually mm-hmm. hear all of the results from this which is going to be i don't know how they're going to make it happen physically but they're like they're the talking physics. about doing it at a game level in a way where Things are being processed in the game to tell you where, where things are happening from, as opposed to different channels of audio. Yeah, like there's like there's things in the game that are happening to say those footsteps are thirty meters away and they're this loud because the enemy is that big. Yeah, so crazy. That, it's crazy. It's not. I mean, yeah, Atmos sounds better because it has, but it's. I think this is different. I don't think it's exactly the same thing. Um. So that's all kind of the specy stuff. Then they get into PSVR support, which was really just saying it's going to support VR, and we're not going to tell you our plans right now. I think. Well, this. Uh, I think a big part of this is calming everyone who's saying, "Oh my God, I see all the investment Sony's making into VR right now, and I just made the big investment to get a PSVR. And if you come out with a new system next year, mm-hmm. am I fucked?" Yeah. No. I. I think it's. That and I think it also kind of goes to what we were saying is is that this launch is about PlayStation Five. It is not about PSVR two. That'll be its own launch at right. some point down the road. But again, going back to three that three D audio and the fact that they're still going to support PSVR in general and just rumors we've heard about the chips being designed for for VR. It this does feel like it's designed for VR just from what they've talked about the three D yeah. audio especially. So Gen One PSVR stuff. works on PS Five. And kind of along that same route, it is backwards compatible with PS4 as well, which is yes. Huge oh, I forgot win. to write that in the notes. Yeah, um, it's just because it seems so obvious. It just should. Um, I think doesn't what, that seem obvious? <laughs> it seems obvious, um, but it's only available in the launch PS5s. After that, <laughs> what it won't a be stupid thing! Those fucking fat PS <laughs> PS3s. I had one of those till the GPO failed on it. And I sold it yeah. to somebody. <laughs> The next thing I think is the coolest thing. Yes. And that is the fancy Sony SSD that's super fast. They were playing Spider-Man on it 
confirming that backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. And they said the load times went down from 15 seconds down to 0.8 seconds when like fast traveling or just loading up the game in general. Like actually, in that context, I think it was fast traveling in Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. So they Mar- Marcioni actually yeah. did this live with the Wired people. Obviously, yeah. there's no video of it, but we're just taking the Wired people's words. Yep. But uh, and then, I especially like that demonstration because I would avoid fast traveling in Spider-Man because it took so long, mm-hmm. and it was just faster to swing there. Oh, it's so, same in Red Dead Redemption too, as well, and yeah. so many other games. It's it's annoying. Um, so yeah, to the go other from fifteen one, seconds to point eight seconds. Yeah, virtually I mean, no think, loading. Honestly, like that got me thinking about things like when I play Sekiro and I die, that seven seconds where it loads is kind of a relief. What's that game going to be like? <laughs> it's just like, you're dead, you're back. You're dead, you're back. Maybe they'll arbitrarily no put in loads just to make that. I, that's just exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, just, and just hit X when you're ready. Hey, just hit X whenever you're ready to get back to the game again. Um, that's nuts to think, 0.8 seconds. Also, the second demo, uh, Google Stadia, no load times. Well, guess what? We don't need servers to do that. We can do that locally. <laughs> um the camera tracking speeds of the thing talked about how the camera can keep up if it goes really fast in an environment and it'll keep loading the environment because it can just read off the SSD super fast. That sounded really cool at first. And then I thought about it and went, I can only think of one game that's practical. And that is in final fantasy 15 is the thing where you can jump around. Oh yeah. And you could do that across like an entire city or something like that. Like that'd be cool. And then I can't think of anything else, like racing yeah. games. But in racing games, they've already figured that out because they don't need to have the environments looking super sharp because you're driving by them so fast. Well, unless and the seasons these... are changing. Unless the seasons are changing. <laughs> and if you made those environments look really incredible and yet you're still driving them by them super fast, they're going to be massive in, in file size. So it really would be worth it if you're not seeing it. So I just don't really know what the benefit of that feature is. Yeah, so this was one of the things that I mean, the context that they used this in was Spider-Man swings at the speed that he swings in the game because that's literally as fast as we can load the world around him. But with this new technology, he can go as fast as a jet engine and it loads seamlessly as he's going. But what I felt like that's kind of indicative of this entire reveal almost was that it is all feature, 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 no customer-facing benefit to these features. Uh, Aside from the load times. Like, there there was no, like, all right, great, I love that this third-gen AMD Ryzen 8-core 7 nanometers Zen 2 thing is real, but, like, what fucking benefit does that show me in my real-time gaming? And that's why I think this is a really weird and, I'd say, bad way to announce a new console. I'm excited that a new console is coming, but this is, like, I don't know, like, I should feel more energy than I feel about it. And it's because I don't have anything to see. I want to see that game load in 0.8 seconds. I want to see the camera tracking really fast, despite the fact that I think it's a stupid thing that won't actually matter in games. I want to see that stuff. And I know I can't hear the audio stuff. I'm fine with that. That's different. But everyone's. I heard a lot of, well, they did it this way because they don't want to have a moment in the PS5 re- reveal event where Mark Cerny is talking about specs and it's boring. Right. Did you watch the PS4 Pro reveal event? I still I am a dork and I loved it though. So that doesn't bother I mean, me. Like, but that's not my point. My point is that state of play is already boring. Why didn't you just show it off at an already boring <laughs> event? I so had a pretty good time to talk about. state of play. Yeah, and it would have been like, oh my god, they talked about PlayStation Five a little bit at state of play. I, why didn't they just do that? It would have been boring anyway. It just just talking no, about state talk of about play it. obviously implies games. You're playing things, things that you're going to be playing, and then this is like things are going to be playing like a new console. You're going to be playing on. No, this was yes. this. I think was a little bit more focused on like, hey, these dev kits are going out to developers. These are the kind of tools that they have available to them, and also, hey, Xbox, this is what you've got to compete against. Google Stadia, this is what you've got to compete against. But I I think that had this stuff been in a traditional press conference or something a little bit more exciting and then this was part of it, they would have been dinged on this. And then they're dinged on this because it wasn't a part of one of those big press conferences. Like, they lose either way, but they spent a lot less money this way. They did spend a lot less money. <laughs> and but people again, are still having also... the same conversations that they would have been, except for this is, they're more positive about this because it didn't ruin the rest of their conference. I'll tell you the context where reading this reading this article would have been cool. Way back in the 90s when it was in a magazine. 
Dude, we're in 2019 now. It if you're gonna have this, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was wired. But like, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, at least post a video saying, "Here's Spider-Man, a game that we don't have to hide from you because it's already been released." Point eight second load time. See that point eight second load time? That game you already know. That wouldn't have been a hard video to produce. Why didn't they just accompany that with an article? Because it's crazy that articles could have videos in them as well. I mean, really, though, how are you going to watch a video on a magazine page? Come on, Holden. Come on! <laughs> you idiot. Um, here's, a, here's the other part two people are talking about is the pricing. Everyone's saying, oh, this sounds really expensive. Yeah. And then Mark Cerny's like, it's going to be appealing? Yeah. Like, given the, the technology, it'll be appealing? to the gamers, yeah. Because Which reminded me a lot of the PS3 announcement. Here, yeah, here's the thing. This pricing is appealing for the technology inside of it. It's kind of this exact message they gave at that point. SSDs, you imagine with the content that they're going to be able to create for this machine, file sizes are going to be pretty big. You're going to want at least a one terabyte SSD in there. I think that's what we'll get at launch, and then maybe two terabyte op- options mid-life cycle. But SSDs are not cheap. Like getting a one terabyte SSD internally, one that's even faster than anything that's available currently for your PC right now, uh, is going to be several hundred dollars just for the hard drive. Let alone also the third gen AMD Ryzen eight core seven nanometer Zen two that supports three D audio with the ray tracing. <laughs> like <laughs> this, ah, God, I'm so scared about the price of this thing. I'm going to get it either way because okay. I'm a fucking adult now and I have an adult job. And mm-hmm. well, I mean. That SSD is also specialized. Yeah, SSDs are expensive and it's specialized. So yeah. I'm that's, the, I'm sure that processor, if it's custom for Sony, they've gotten it, so it's affordable. By the way, that adult thing was like not meant to be like offensive to anyone. I, if <laughs> lots of people have jobs where they can't afford a brand new console like six hundred dollars, <laughs> I'm just like I finally do have a job that allows me to get that on day one, and I'm so happy. It's exciting. You should be happy about yeah. it. Yeah, I am happy. Fuck you for anyone who's not happy for me. <laughs> So just take back everything you just I said. I take it back. You all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a third lifelong friend. By the way, that's the new thing. We're uh, Sorry, very short tangent. That's our name for everyone. You guys, uh, our community, a lot of you have been like, you guys need a name for your community. You guys are the lifelong friends. It's a shout We've out. We've actually been saying it since episode one. We have. It's a callback to our early days when we made that stupid joke about the third person in the room. But also, we're lifelong friends. That's yeah. uh, That's what you are. And we love you. Hold on. Continue with whatever the fuck you were going to say. Uh, I'm just going to say that um, this has kind of brought up more questions and concerns, I think, than it should have. And if they had, I don't know, a state of play event where people were talking, I don't think there'd be as much upset. I don't know. I just I think that the format has something to do with it. I have nothing to support that claim. I just feel like the format is kind of part of it. It just, it just feels like an article dropped out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, places, the article we have to read? Oh, it's going to be expensive. What, what's the deal with this? I can't. That's it. There's nothing else. You can't see it. You can't. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if there was a video of that load time, there's a video of of the of going through New York City at the speed of a, of a jet engine, like people be talking about that stuff. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, from everything that I've read and all the podcasts that I've listened to, I don't think there are too many people that are upset. No, no, no. Upset, that I've heard of. It's just like, like, everyone's just like, oh, cool. We've got some information. Doesn't really mean anything to me right now, but I'm excited that we're listening to it and hearing about it. But there's not hype. There's not really hype. Yeah, there's not the hype. Like thing. A sen- yeah. yeah. And if you think about it, the Xbox One X was revealed in in an uh, Ars Technica. So, was that a, a similar uh, yeah. way? Yeah, but that's different though because that's a mid generation, and this is a new console. This is a brand new thing. Yeah. And it's not. And in this case, but that's like, what Xbox, Xbox was pitching X- the One X as. It was a brand new gaming experience. No, 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 because it was still an Xbox One, just more powerful. So the experience was, it's going to be an Xbox One, just more powerful. This is a next-generation console. What's the software going to be like? What kind of services are going to be on it? Like, there's different questions there. It's not the same thing. It's not comparable. But they were pitching it. They were, like, saying things like, everything you have for your Xbox One is going to be forward compatible with the new Xbox One X. You'll be able to use your same controllers, and all of your games will play on it. They weren't pitching it as... Xbox because One X, what more powerful? No, but saying like, everything is going to still work, everything's still compatible. They're trying to say, "Hey guys, this is not a new generation; it's the same generation." That's why they were saying well, that wasn't things. the verbiage they were using at the time. That's exactly the generations they were using. are dead. This is there is, is dead no generation. Sony, anymore. but Sony has not used the terminology. They've You're actually right. said it's not dead. So it's again, it's not comparable. 
It's because similar. Because for Microsoft... Similar, not, but not congruent. It's similar in the sense that they're both announcing new pieces of technology. However, the new technology in the Xbox One X, as I said before, is just the new technology. But it it's also supports ray tracing. It's not, it's not the software. But One X supports ray tracing. And HDMI 2.1 with the possibility of 8K output, even though the engine itself can't support it. Good for them. Similar to PlayStation 5. But yeah, I think, we, I think we're, we're all in agreement that it's just like, all right, so what? Mm-hmm. Show me some cool benefits in a conference that matters and gets me hyped. And that's exactly what you want people to say after you announce your new console. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But they haven't so, announced the new console. They announced whatever the next generation of PlayStation looks like. When they announce like the big, PlayStation 5 and they show you the box. It's like a big cop-out. This is like going up to a girl being yeah. like, would you, if, like, if I were to ask you out, like, what would you say? It's like doing <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, good, good. You said no. That would, I wasn't going to yeah, fucking ask you out anyway. I wasn't, wasn't going to say that. You were just going to like, ask uh, yeah, me for a friend. Well, you're a fucking yeah, slut a anyway. <laughs> But I said I wouldn't go out with you. Yeah, you fuck. Shut up, slut. That doesn't make sense. I'm dumb. We do not condone talking to women like that in this podcast. We don't. We don't condone slut shaming or being dumb. No. No. Holden, you have anything else for main quest? No, I think we should move on to We're So Fucking Humble. Great. So this is the episode. This is not the episode. This is the section of the podcast where uh, called We Are So Fucking Humble, where we take a backseat. And allow our guests to kind of lead the conversation for a little bit. Um, so we're going to throw it over to our guests. Go for it. Yes, we are going to continue to do that for another five weeks until we start having guests back on our show again, so fuck you. (laughs) Because it's funny, you guys. It's funny. But we are going to wrap out the show. Wrap out. Wrap up. Close out. Wrap out. No, I like that. Wrap wrap out. out. We're going to wrap out. We're going to wrap out the show. The The game on game show, you big hoe. (laughs) I'm nervous about singing in the show, but I'll wrap, no problem, for the rest of the episode. Game on game show. We play a game on our game show called Game on the game show on our gaming show called Game on the game show. Game, 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 game. We have one this week. Unlike last week where I totally fucking forgot. We've got one. And it's another rendition of (laughs) Now Flesh It Out, Now Flesh It Out, where we take two games that are seemingly unrelated and figure out what that game might look like if they were to cross paths. I've got three pairs again this week, Holden. And we're going to start with Super Mario Maker. Cross with Cuphead. Ooh. Super Mario Maker that and Cuphead. That might be very hard because you have to create bosses in that case, really. Maybe. That'd be very difficult. Or you could create the platforming level. So you could use like the Super Mario tools to create platforming for mm-hmm. Cuphead with just that like super precision and the randomized enemy movement. And there could be kind of- cool like bundle like the DLC packs where you can buy like Disney themed stuff that fits in that world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the cool. idea of like taking like things Disney like assets. Bowser Jr. and the little clown mobile. And like you have a, a preset of like different animations and attacks he could do. And you decide how often he does those attacks, what his weak points are. And then, like, where he moves on the screen and how erratic you can, like, assign it a number. I, I don't know. Maybe this is getting too complex for a Mario Maker game. But I've never played Mario Maker, so I don't know how complex or, or difficult that gets. But I think that it's tougher because, like, consider in Mario Maker, you don't control the behavior of the Goombas. They have a preset AI. Yeah, but this is Mario Maker cross Cuphead. The... I know. It should be a harder thing. What I think what actually might work better is having Mario Maker, just as it is... But, like, there's different themes you can just switch to of NES Mario, Super Mario World, New Super Mario Brothers. There's just a new set for Cuphead themes. Oh, it's just new skins, basically? It's new skins. So, like, every level you've created Mario Maker, you can just flip a switch, and now it looks like a 20s cartoon. Or, I guess, Ooh, a 30s, I'd be 40s down cartoons. for that. Yeah. That'd be work really good. Cuphead and Mugman. Oh, are you playing as Cuphead or Mugman in your run-through? Um, I've, I played for two 15 minute segments. One was Cuphead. One was Mugman. You know, there's no difference between the two, right? Yeah. 
but I just wanted to see what they were like. Okay, cool. And I, and I figured that out. So. Did you restart the game then? Or did you change no, the game? I haven't when, you, when you turn the game off and turn it back on again, you can choose who you want to be. Oh, I guess I just haven't done that. Yeah. I guess... Oh my god, did, I, did you play the tutorial, Chad? Did you even look at the tutorial, Chad? Okay, first of all, I've done the entire thing almost <laughs> as Cuphead, and then the entire thing almost as Mugman. Oh, so. Chad, that was extremely facetious of me. I was just Okay, kidding. stop being fascist. <laughs> that was so fascist of me. Our second game, Beat Saber, Cross Forza. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> yep, I don't know what Here's this what... looks like. Okay, no, I'll tell you what it is. I'll okay. tell you what it is. You've seen The Matrix, the second one, Reloaded. Uh, it's been so long. But you know the scene where Morpheus is on the highway and he has the sword and the cars, the truck's driving towards him and he like runs his sword off the side of the car and it causes it to flip and everything? That's what the game is. You're standing in the highway with lightsabers just slashing at cars. <laughs> just running between cars, slicing them. And- <laughs> just slicing them. <laughs> and that's it. That's just the whole game. That's it. I kind of imagine something like uh, you jump on the cars and pound them and everything. What's the game? What's the game? It's like a rhythm game from Harmonix. Fuck. Starts with an A. Amplitude. Amplitude. Yes. Like Rock Band. Like almost like Rock Band Unplugged, where you're kind of driving along a course Ooh, and you got to like hit things yeah. in sequence, and like you have to like make turns at a certain angle in order to hit the right note. I think that'd be dope. That would be kind of cool. And, like, if you hit, like, a pedestrian by accident, like, a, just a sharp or, like, a flat note plays by accident. Like, <laughs> like, Why are there pedestrians on my Forza circuit? <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea, though. What if, though... Okay, so how do we make it more Beat Saber? How do we make Beat Saber with cars? That's kind of the tough thing, is that Beat Saber's about having two different things in either hand. One right. lightsaber in one hand, one in the other one. And driving, you have one thing for two hands. You have the steering wheel. They're kind of the opposites of each other. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You're skiing, and there's ski poles. And Forza is Ooh. now a skiing game. <laughs> 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 and you're moving your hands well, along. The- well, this It's is- not a stretch. It's not a stretch. Yeah. They said the seasons change everything, including how you move in the world. <laughs> you ski. That's what it is. Have you know you have not played this game? What's the game that I was really, really stoked on for like two weeks, and it it was like part of my exercise Sprint routine? Sprint Vector. Sprint Vector. Yes, and that's basically exactly that game. You're running by pumping your arms like you're skiing downhill. God, that <laughs> that's like was a so letdown of, of a of an end to this. It's like, hey, so what's the match with these games? Oh, one that already exists. <laughs> But the game was dope. Okay. I, I want to play that game. It does sound fun. Last game. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Cross Rabbids. <laughs> That's hysterical. I want to see a rabbit fucking like beat the other one's skull in with a tennis racket and then bite its ear off and blood goes everywhere. Like, but I they're still just as chipper and they never they lose. Are. <laughs> but it just, they just become, it would make them seem psychotic by the end of the game. You already thought they were psychotic, but they're really psychotic. You had no idea. Yep. Like, their head's half gone and they're still giggling and laughing like nothing went wrong. It, like, their, their head gets completely ripped off and just, like, beat to shit. And then the head by itself laying on the ground just goes, God, I love the rabbits, Holden. The rabbits but are so stupid. But it still says fatality at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or, or, or here's yeah. another version of what it could be. It's just a mode in Mortal Kombat where you're playing any character in Mortal Kombat that you want. I can't name one because I don't play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Scorpion. Sub-Zero is another one. Sub-Zero. Okay, I, I was going to say Snowpiercer. <laughs> that's, Snowpiercer. That's, that, that's that Chris movie. Sorry, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. That Chris movie starring It's one Chris. of the Chris superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the guys who make the trailers sometimes goes, it's starring Chris, and like they're in Final Cut typing, and it's like, Chris, shit, I'll look it up later. Chris and Pine, Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. Evans. Yeah. Oh, they, like, they're like they watching a cut of the trailer, like, hey, um, Bob, you know that that was Chris Evans, not Chris Hemsworth, right? Oh, shit, I'll go back and change that in the next edit. Like, that's definitely <laughs> part of faking trailers. Anyway, um... You are one of those Mortal Kombat characters, Sub-Zero, we'll stick with that one, and he's just fighting off random rabbits that come in the screen, and just like 
beating them like one by one as they start attacking <laughs> one in all directions. That's the whole game. And then he's like ripping their heads off and that kind of stuff. That'd yes. be awesome. I, so like, it's like of, a horde mode of rabbits, but you're Mortal yeah. Kombat characters. And that's how you test your combos. It's like a practice mode almost. Like learn your combos, just beat the shit into rabbits as they come at you one by one. All right. So like a more brutal version of in Smash Bros, like the, the Battle of 100 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But this is really easy because they're little rabbits who are so small. So <laughs> and you they're just, really like, pick them up. They come with like, underwear on their head and then you just like break them in half yeah. and rip their spine out. Like when they could have gotten the hit on you because they had the opening, they just like screamed or something instead because they're just so stupid. <laughs> I'd play That's that game. practice mode. It'd be really fun, yeah. Like I'm just not good at Mortal Kombat, but I really do enjoy the rabbit mode. It's really I fun. just love tearing those adorable, stupid creatures to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> great well that was game on game show which is how we're going to end our podcast tonight so um go on twitter and uh do the hashtag thanks for creating and uh use the hashtag thanks for creating so uh we can see all the love and uh go check us out on the spoiler cast for nerds at large for game of thrones because that's so yeah fucking fun. and next week we have a very big announcement very big announcement next week and it's not the kingdom hearts thing um, so stay tuned. It's a bigger deal than me singing on the podcast, which isn't well, going to happen. I'm which gonna beat the game. might happen. I'm going to beat the game. It's it's definitely going to be beat. Kind of don't definitely want you be. to just so I can see what this looks like for the first time. Uh, oh my god! So watch me have a voice as beautiful as Adele's, and everyone's like, "Wow, Holden, <laughs> <laughs> why were you hiding that for so long?" It's not what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening. That was another short episode. Uh, but until next week, here's our usual sign-off. Hello from the other side. Tell you I'm sorry.